We are live. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the Granite Zero podcast. I'm doing a quick 30 minutes or so. Um, a few things have uh, happened. Um, a few little uh, shows aren't going to be taking place as yet, but they will do um, in the near future. But this is just a quick uh, update into what's going on in the life of Granite Zero. Now, lots and lots. I've just got back from Hereford, which was a fucking epic trip. As always, when I go back to the motherland, uh, see family and friends, you know, it's weird because now I have my head in like fucking podcast mode. So when me and my brother are out and we're having a few beers, having a couple of whiskeys and whatnot, or I'm out with my uh, my good mate Chris, you know, you're chatting away and you're like, this would make it an epic podcast. Because it would. But those are the things that, um, that creep up. But what I really want to talk about today on the show is uh, basically my two new qualifications that I've got that you have all seen if you follow me on social media and what have you. Um, I am now qualified in uh, life coaching. Life coach! Do better! Yeah! Um, that's one of. That's one of the qualifications, and it's something that is sort of building uh, me up to something uh, big, hopefully, uh, later on in life or in the near future, etc., etc. The other one is what I'm going to be talking about uh, on today's show, which is the depression awareness. Now, this does not make me a, sp a specialist in depression because that's just mental, <laughs> mental health. Um, what it does, it helps me understand and relate and help people that are beginning to suffer with mental health issues such as depression, uh, seeing the signs before things take hold, etc, etc, etc. But like I said, it does not make me a specialist, it does not make me a psychologist, and it doesn't uh, mean that you can pay me for therapy sessions because eh, not a doctor but what it does it helps me gain that little bit of extra knowledge surrounding the mind and how things can affect other people in different ways now a lot of people still struggle with understanding what depression is what mental health is um and basically struggle to come to terms with the fact that somebody might have a problem that you can't see now we have discussed this many many times um on previous shows how just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there um just because you don't fully understand the way the mind is working doesn't mean that somebody isn't suffering inside now what you have to try and do is understand this that everybody is different like even uh in today's society when you have the the snowflakes etc etc um those that are fighting for the alt left as as you might say um 
they're, they're all people as well. So we've got to try and remember that. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big troll myself in, in certain aspects. Um, the likes of like the fitness industry. I like to, uh, give a bit of shit to those fitness chicks that sit there with their ass popped out. Um, that's what I like to troll. And in fairness, I probably shouldn't, uh, because they're, they're doing what they need to do. They're doing what is best for them. And let's face it. There's a reason why they've got thousands upon thousands of, uh, followers and and clicks and what have you and the likes of myself um and a few other other podcasts have about 700 followers even though we've got <laughs> in my opinion better things to say better things to talk about for example mental health and and things like that um so it might just be me being a bit um <laughs> pardon the pun have a bit of an arse ache about it uh I wouldn't, it's just annoys me a little bit that you've got people that are trying to make a difference. You've got people that are working their, <laughs> again, pardon the pun, working their ass off to become a better person, to become better with themselves, um, to complete their goals, etc., etc. And then you get certain people that are gifted in the fact that they've got a nice shaped ass. And that's more important but that's what society is now that's what instagram is that is what um social media is is to get those clicks and that comes on to another point within mental health because you find yourself searching and putting things in to get those clicks for example adding a million hashtags to a picture just to get noticed instead of the actual meaning behind uh the post if you get if you get my meaning so you could be you could be one of these fitness chicks for example and you're performing a fantastic yoga move basically doing the splits and you look like you're a porn star but you then put the caption of i hope you have a wonderful and fruitful friday or fry-yay, which is annoying. Um, and the inspiration from the sky and the moon. Hope it brings light to all that you do. No, that's not what your post is. Your post is you doing the splits. Just put, I have perfected the splits. I think this is awesome. Fantastic. Um, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for it myself. I'll put a post up. I'll put a few hashtags in there. But... I tend to do it because I like the photo or I have something to say. Um, usually my posts coincide with the picture and the comment underneath or, or the or the sentence underneath. Um, you could take the the, the road that uh, Little Brown does um, on the Obsessive Conversive. It's his social media. He'll do what the fuck he wants. If he wants to put a picture about a tree, he'll put a picture about a tree and just put, this is a cool tree. Cheers. Um, but you've got to be careful because what we're all doing is we are chasing those likes, those recognition uh, features, etc., etc., so that you get that sense of uh, self-purpose, self-worth again. You get, oh, I've just had an another like. Ah, oh, brilliant. I'll check that in an hour. And then you find yourself 
wondering why certain posts do better than others and you're then thinking the negative straight away instead of thinking the positive and thinking i put a good post out this is good this is what i want my social media to be about boom on to the next continue to live your life how you want to live yeah um, but instead what we're doing is we're putting a post out and every 10 minutes on your phone flicking through oh, nobody's liked it in an hour nobody's liked it all day oh, i've only had 21 likes hey guess what doesn't matter you've still got 21 people in the same like-minded state as you that happen to like your post whether they're your mate family member etc or it might be just a random that likes your post you've still got people that like it take it use it as a positive on to the next one and that's what we got to do um we've got to try and get out of this negative way of thinking i'm i'm the worst for it i am straight away i'll think of the negative um i'm getting better like today unfortunately i had to reschedule another podcast which is why i'm doing this on my own for the minute um because they're busy previously i'd be like for fuck's sake and get really upset and and think that it's because they don't want to spend time talking to me on the show etc etc but i now know that that's not the case some people happen to be busy um it is what it is and we've got to learn from it and doing this online course uh in depression awareness awareness sorry uh really hit home some truths about myself and and if i'd have known this previously before doing the course or previously before i was diagnosed by the doctor maybe it would have been uh, a different a different thing which is why um in the upcoming weeks i'll be talking with the likes of inner armor and i just want to quickly uh breeze over um what inner armor do and why i'm excited to eventually do the podcast again with them i've done it i've done it once with um, one of the managers um aaron which was a, an amazing insight into what they do and i think personally what they do is extraordinary and why it hasn't been thought of before and why it still isn't uh, as big as it should be is mental pardon the pun again um basically what inner armor do is help give you the tools to identify uh, mental health issues before they take hold right and what what that means is they give you tools and um the ability when you start seeing the progression of these different mental health issues come into into the fray you will already have the skills and the drills to then help adapt and overcome them before they suck you in and take your life away uh, for example they will be going to the likes of the police ambulance fire service and the military and what they'll do is they'll give you talks they'll give you um, demonstrations they'll help teach you and give you the ability and the skills and the drills to deal with it and to me that is a huge thing especially for the likes of um, service men and women that are about to leave the military now this is another massive thing and a huge thing that goes on to um, 
depression and etc. later on in life. And that is, what do you do when you leave the forces or the police or the fire brigade, etc., etc.? Because these men and women have such an important role and have the rest of the nation looking at them constantly. Now, I've said it enough times on, on, on the show. I lost my identity when I left the military. I was always Tomo the Gunner or Tomo the Raf Reg Gunner, whatever. And I lost that identity. And that, that's what happens to a lot of other service men and women. Um, because they're so used to people um, coming up to them and saying, thank you for your service, or if you're a police officer, thank you for your service, fire department, paramedics, even more so now with the likes of the NHS and, and what have you. When that is taken away or you have to or you leave for uh, whatever reason that you fans that you have to leave for whether it you're discharged just your time to leave etc etc i think it will be even harder for those that have done 22 plus years i'm just talking military wise now uh, i can't really speak firsthand from the other blue light services but you know when i was when i was serving there was uh flight sergeants there were sergeants that had done 22 years plus up to like almost 36 years that is a huge chunk of your life that is a massive stake in your career yeah and especially if you started say for example like my old man he started when he was 17 and a half and he came out when he was 40. luckily for him he went on to the prison service so he had basically a decent transition yeah Those that are, are leaving tend to only have a certain amount of skills. They only know one thing, and that is to do that job. If you're infantry, that's what you do. Yeah? You come out and you're like, oh shit. I'm no longer in uniform. I no longer have my purpose. What can I do? A lot of them try and go into things that are natural to them going to security for example like myself but then you find yourself thinking I'm better than this I'm better than this but then you think am I better than this I've got nowhere else to go I've got no other skills I've got nothing else to give and that's what we have to try and stop and that's what needs to happen within the resettlement period or transition from military police blue light services life into being a, a civilian because that's a huge transition that will make people fucking depressed and that's what happened to me i thought i was all right excuse me fucking headbutt in my mic i thought i was all right i thought i was fine and dandy and then little things would creep in mate you especially when i first left hey mate you you work as Security officer for Waitrose. Two years ago, you were in Iraq or, or Afghanistan. Uh, like, two years ago, mate, you had people coming up to you and thanking you for your service. Now, 
you get people calling you a dickhead because you're stopping them from leaving because you have to give them a quick search before they leave. Things like that. Um, not my job now. Even now, I, I get these moments where I think I'm better than this and wholeheartedly, I think I am. But there's moments, for example, when you get called into the office for whatever reason and you're told, why haven't you picked up the trolleys? Eh! That's because... I don't work for Asda. I do the site security for the whole of this area. When does that, where does that say? Mate. Come on. And it's just a bit heartbreaking and you find yourself struggling. And that's where resettlement need to get the grip. They need to literally sit down and talk to you and, and think long and hard, logically, about your career path after the military. Different things that might crop up that might knock you down a peg. Things that you might want to do to become a better person, to become a more well-rounded person. Someone who might want to employ you because you have these qualifications, that qualification. Instead of going... Is it the, for me, exact for example, uh, SAC Thompson, what do you want to do when you leave? Um, I don't really know, but I did um, force protection, so I guess that I'll do close protection and, and maybe security afterwards. Do you know what they said? Sounds like a brilliant idea. So me being still quite young and naive and a bit wet behind the ears, I've only ever known the military, really. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Have I used my CP qualification? Not really. I used the, the surveillance part for, for a good couple of years, doing surveillance, which was fun. But other than that, should I have sat down and gone, could you help me out with this a bit more? Yes, that is partly on myself for not thinking outside the box, sure. But it's also down to the recruitment, the uh, sorry, the resettlement team, to sit down with you and actually have a conversation and actually say, well, this is what the real world is like out there. You don't have, like, on-call fucking plumbers for your married quarters. You have to book appointments and shit. Do you know what I mean? And they don't sit down with you and go, right. Yes, you could be good at security, but you might, you could do that anyway. Yeah? What you might want to do is get a different trade or expand on the trade that you already have. Um, you might want to take do a plum, do a plumber course, or if you're already a, a qualified plumber, do an electrician course. You then make yourself more well-rounded, and and it's better. And then you're a bit more ready for the world. However. They also need to sit down with you and give you the tools to deal with things that will creep up. Depression. Anxiety. Sometimes PTSD. Which I happen to have all three. Brilliant. Um, and what a lot of people don't realise as well, that can take hold at any moment. And unfortunately, guys... 
most of most of the people that will probably be listening to this at some point will be men. It could affect you, right? And what you will do is you'll try and shrug it off and you'll go, eh, I'm going to man up, which is the most load of absolute fucking bollocks I have ever heard. And unfortunately, that's what we'll do. I did it. A lot of my mates did it. And a lot of serving members and a lot of veterans will also go, that's bollocks. You don't have it. You're lying. You're a Walter Mitty. Stop lying about it. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. What you've got to take into account is that everybody's different, like I said at the beginning. Everybody is different. Everybody's brain is different. Everybody's reaction to things are different, right? Something that doesn't affect you will quite possibly affect someone else a lot more. For example, you might witness an RTA and be fine, but a person down, the next person along might really suffer bad from it, yeah? What we got to then do is not call that person a pussy or an absolute turbo-throbbing thundercunt, etc, etc. What you've got to try and do is talk to that person and explain to them that it's all okay. Do you need to talk to me? Do we need to get you to get a counselling? Do we need to do this? Can we help you become not affected by it? Yes, it will take a long time. Yes, of course it will. It's taken me ages. It took me almost four years to actually accept I had a problem and not think that everybody's talking shit. You know what I mean? What we've got to do is stop with the stigma behind it all. That's the big thing. And the resettlement team need to think long and hard about what they can do to help people transition better from um, forces life, police life, fire service, paramedic life into civvy street. Because as soon as you become a civvy, that's when nobody really gives a shit. And that's when the problems really take hold. Especially when you think that people don't give a shit about you, right? Because I'm going to tell you now, and here's, here's some facts, people do give a shit about you. You might be the absolute turboist spunk trumpet out there. But I can guarantee there are people out there that absolutely admire you and love you as a friend. And that's what we've got to try and remember, is that people out there care about you. They, they would rather you moan and cry and shout and scream for hours and hours and hours at them. So that it gets you off your chest. They'd rather that than listen to your fucking eulogy. Do you know what I mean? And... I would love to be part of the resettlement team and things like that. I would love to go and speak to blue light services, squadrons, platoons, 
you know, go to the different garrisons, you know, air bases, naval bases, et cetera, et cetera, and actually speak to people and, and let them know that we got to stop this stigma behind it all. And we have to stop, you know, giving people shit for having mental health issues. I mean, you could look at me and you see me joking, smiling, laughing about having a, having a kid, you know, being a silly goose constantly. But deep down inside, there, there are big issues with myself. And I can accept that now. And I can become better through it all. And what I've, what I've noticed and what I've found and what I wholeheartedly believe now is that you have to find like-minded people that want the same thing. That could be in all walks of life. That's why, as much as I don't like the way they go about certain ways of training, that's why things like the CrossFit uh, community is so big and so vast and everybody talks about it and everyone wants it. They love it. Yeah. Because it's a community. They're, they're full of like-minded people that want to better themselves. And I found that on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, social media, that this is the good side of it. I've gone through the bad side of it with the chasing likes, etc., etc. But this is the good side because you can find through the different algorithms of, of the internet like-minded people that like the same sort of stuff as you, that have the same sort of... Um, what's the fucking word? Is that, well, yeah, same sort of views. Um, that go, that goes from, like, moral views as well and things like that. I, I'll think of the proper word in a minute. My mind's just had an absolute brain fart. Um, and that's when you find people to talk to that will help guide you through your, your tough times. It could be anybody from... Someone who just pops up in your DMs just to go, you are right, mate? How's it going? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm good, cheers. Thanks. Oh, I really liked your post you made the other day. I really liked your video you did. I think you're doing wonders. I think you're doing some fantastic work. Ah, oh, cheers, mate. That's really made my fucking day. And then what you do is you start building these friendships, these communities, and you help each other grow. Um, for example, just recently I had uh, Leon from and we talked about the charity that he's doing work for the, the 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 cycle from bristol to paris amazing but it's the first time i ever spoke to him and we went off like a house on fire it was brilliant he then got me introduced to um andy uh way way valley high mountain low or whatever it is apologies fucking brave fart again but again those two are, are, are close friends through another mutual thing, which is the uh, Lakota team, Team Lakota, outdoors. 
like and it's amazing how all of a sudden you make a couple of connections and then you're sharing each other's posts and then you're getting more and more people that are like-minded that that enjoy your content and want to spread the message that you're bringing they want to help you out um i've had a number of people now through just social media that are enjoying the podcast that will help um spread the word of of what i believe what i believe in on in terms of social media in terms of um mental health in terms of being a veteran etc etc like i love veteran companies i believe that's one of the things that as a veteran community again another community we should all get behind each other um doesn't matter what cat badge they used to wear do you know what i mean doesn't matter doesn't matter if they were navy doesn't matter if they're air force doesn't matter if they're a paratrooper or a marine rifle regiment fusilier um whatever the fuck or the mighty raf reg um doesn't matter because we're now not part of the the forces we're now part of the extended family of the forces we're now the veterans yeah and that's where we need to stick by each other that's where we need to just keep trucking on we all signed up for a reason we all left for whatever reason and i'm sure most veterans have had some sort of problem issue drama within their life most people could probably deal with it their own way some people need an extra bit of help and that's basically what we all need to do is is work is what i would call one team and it's one effort as i always say and we can uh we can get through it all you know what i mean oh bring this a bit closer take it take it on some questions yeah nice one mate happy days yeah um just had to, like loads of people fight for for mental health and the massive thing is that people always get um like knocked down from it you're right, Chris. Um, people get knocked down from it and, it, and it's a fucking pain in the ass. And it truly is. Um, I'm sure my, my mate here at the Dark Side podcast, he, he knows all too well what it's like. I'm, I'm certain. Um, how people can just, pardon my French, just be cunts and really knock you down it doesn't matter how hard you're trying to become a better person to become more in tune with your mental health more in tune with other people's mental health you know there'll always be some dickhead that tries to tries to knock you down and that's that's the fucking main thing all we all we need to do is all of us that are trying to fight for to reduce the stigma behind it all we just got to keep doing what we're doing because 
uh, the likes of myself here at the Granite Zero podcast and uh, Chris at the um, Darkside podcast. We're we're all we're all trying to become better better humans, and it's a struggle. Of course, it is. It always will be, and all we can do is keep fighting and get through it all you know but it's true what they say it doesn't matter how hard or how much good you're doing there'll always be someone to fucking ruin it all and that's going to come on to one of my last points what i'll do is i'll, I'll finish it off on this on on the uh on the podcast and i'll keep the uh insta chat up if anyone wants to have a chat we'll do that but i mentioned this on the joint podcast uh last wednesday last thursday sorry with um little brown the obsessive converses podcast we now do a joint podcast on a, on a wednesday night granite zero and obsessive conversive um pardon me i have mentioned several times before about how I received a lot of negative feedback at the beginning. Uh, what I want to do is take the this moment to actually release the statement and um, put it out there because it takes a it takes a lot of strength to do this, right? And the main person that was giving me the shit for having my mental health problems uh, actually gave me a private message and apologized for how he went about it um, he didn't understand in his own way uh, how someone could have it um, doing the job that we did etc etc uh, but he eventually apologized and I want to take this moment just to say that all is forgiven. I'm not one to hold grudges on anything. Um, you know, we've all been there where we haven't understood what was going on. We haven't understood uh, other people's mindset. Um, and that, that's, that is a huge thing that people have got to realise that people are all different. Um, but I also understand how much strength that takes to admit when you're wrong and to actually admit to the person um, that they were wrong and that they apologise. And I, I, I accept the apology, of course I do. Like I said, don't hold grudges. And it is what it is, you know. Everybody accepts things in different ways and, and a lot of people don't seem to understand it. But that's why... I wanted to better myself on um, on certain things. Um, that's why I did the courses that I've done to help um, broaden my mindset on everything and smash it out. You know what I mean? But yeah, what I'm going to do is I'm going to finish it up on the uh, on the YouTube version, and I, I'm going to stick with uh, with the Instagram version now and take a few questions and what have you. So. Stop that one. Boosh.